0: This is our podcast about generational issues in the workforce.
1: From a mom-daughter perspective. I'm Emmy Hayes. And I'm Lynn Hayes. Let's work on
0: work. Hi, Mom. Hi, Emmy. How's your day? So far, so good. Good. Some sunshine. It's nice out today. So, there's this article out in the interwebs on LinkedIn that has gotten a lot of attention. And its headline is... Americans no longer want a boss. So a new report came out, and the number of self-employed workers could triple by 2020. Nothing really new there. We know that there's an influx in the gig economy and in co-working spaces and with freelance work, Mm -hmm. um, more contract positions available. But with that being said, this is an interesting concept in the realm of being a boss and how that could potentially affect leadership styles and um, leadership for the future. If we're not responsible for anyone underneath of us, do we have to be a stellar leader? Or if we're our own boss, do we have to be a better person? I mean, that can get pretty philosophical pretty quick, but I think we can talk high level about maybe some insights on what a good leader is and Really, what traits, you know, some freelancers or people uh, thinking about potentially getting into freelance contract work, what skills that they really need to learn um, and how to validate those skills.
1: Those are all great questions. and, And I read the article as well. It was pretty funny that we both saw it at the same time. You said to me, Mom, what does this mean for leadership development? And I said, well, I'm not sure yet. And the great thing about the world is that changes change, and we need to be ready to adapt. I think you asked me a couple of good questions. One was, what are what are the leadership styles going to have to look like in the future? Mm-hmm. And the other one was, do we just all have to be better humans? And I think those are both um, very valid points. Going back to not having a boss, though, respectfully disagree a little bit with the idea that people that are freelancers or that work in the gig economy don't have a boss because they get a paycheck. And I've always thought that whoever's signing your check is technically the person that's in charge of your future or in charge of you know what you need to do. So I think rather than having a boss, it's going to be more about how you treat your clients and how you treat your customers. And you, you really need to think about them as the, the idea around leadership. Because really, we're kind of working for a paycheck, right?
0: I thought we were all working for the weekend.
1: Oh, that was a song. Yes. And I just want to bang on my drum all day. That too. And we are working for the weekend <laughs> this week. We are. Yes, that's for sure. Um, but but going back to that, uh, so I think um, what you did say about leadership development is I don't think that the end of the organization is near. I don't think we're all doomed. I think organizations are going to continue to thrive. I also think that a lot of organizations are going to have to look at their, the way they lead and, the, and their uh, flexibility and the idea around why there's so many people that are interested in going out freelancing. Yeah, that's a whole nother kind of can of worms. Because I feel um, like if, if the workplace was perfect, you know, we're working on the workplace together. Mm-hmm. If the workplace was perfect, I don't think people would be leaving. Yeah, because in
0: this article, <laughs> here we go. In this article, it says that millennials are the fastest growing cohort of independent workers. Such a great word, cohort.
1: Well, cohort is a cohesive group. That means you're all together and you (laughs) you kind of look alike. Break it down. Right. Break it down. And, And I think the cohort group of millennials is interesting. And I know that you are a good example of that because you've been in and out of corporate and freelance for a few years now. Yes. And I'd be interested in your take on why you think it is that people in your generation are doing this. Well,
0: I can't speak for every millennial. <laughs> I'd like to think I could, but I can't uh, because we all have different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. We all have different uh, goals, both financially and personally. And I think it's all part of that journey. Again, we talked about our first jobs. We'll talk about you know our future jobs, what those look like, if they even exist. But for me personally, it's just such it's such a freedom that is both it, it ignites a lot of imagination, and a lot of responsibility, which is just this weird world. When you're a creative, uh, like I am as in kind of um, a trainer or writer or producer, director, anything like that, the variety of projects that you get to work on, that's what excites me the most, is that I don't have to be in one job for one or two accounts, where it can get kind of tired and Mm -hmm. the work gets tedious, and You put your head down and you keep on track and you keep deadlines, there's always going to be deadlines. Like you said, even if you have a boss, you have deadlines, your client becomes kind of your boss. And when your client is your boss, it's different because you are responsible for the whole cycle of client relations, of new business, of the pitch, of actually doing the work, of delivering the work, receiving feedback. Again, from a client that is a little bit different than the boss because the boss is, I feel like, kind of a safety net. And that's, you have, a, that's
1: a great way to look at it.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt. Not that I wasn't doing my best work, but I knew it was more you had one or two more guardrails in place if the client had some negative feedback or something that would have been hard. You're removed. You're removed from your work. And that's just in a creative landscape, I, I I want to feel that it's it's typical of any human who creates something and puts it out there for anyone to review or critique, that it can be, you can take that personally, but you, you really can't. And especially if you want to be your own boss, there's a layer there that unless you're completely comfortable and ready to kind of be a leader for yourself, you should reconsider going into this, you know, frame of I'm a freelance writer or I'm a freelance software developer, because it's going to take a hundred times more effort to get anything
1: done. So I'd like to ask you a question. Yeah. Would you yes. want to discuss Sorry. The, I know, that, yeah. that casual yes. conversation of you millennials? Yes. What would you say, and maybe, maybe list the pros and cons, but I'm going to ask you the pros and cons if somebody in your shoes was thinking about maybe going on a freelance journey or some freelancer was thinking about maybe going back into the corporate world, What do you think some of the pros and cons are?
0: First pro is money. I mean, that's the honest opinion, is that if you...
1: That would be a pro of working for a corporate?
0: Going back into the corporate Mm -hmm. world, it's definitely a secure paycheck and benefits, which is, you know, a little outdated, a little old school. Maybe someday we can talk more on that and how there could be more flexibility within the
1: workspace. Well, and and your parents and the baby boomer, boomer generation has... Uh, raised you, and we've always been more of a secure type of a group for that security net.
0: Are you worried about me?
1: Not a bit. (laughs) (laughs) If I was worried about you, I'd be worried about me, too. So (laughs) we're kind of in this together, girl.
0: All right. (laughs) We'll be back after this short break.
1: Hey, Emmy. Hi. Do you remember the theme of your second birthday party? Trolls? Do you know where you can get those today? Russia? Russia? No, you can actually get them at the Etsy shop that is sponsoring our show. It's etsy.com shop slash the discerning hoarder. Let's bring it back to the idea of not wanting a boss. That was what the topic started out to be, is that, mm-hmm. that a lot of people are tired of having a boss. And you asked me about leadership development and what kind of qualities you might need as a leader if you were going to be your own boss. And I think you know what they are, but I'm just going to say a few of them and then I'll talk to you a little bit about pros and cons of being your own boss. My goal or my idea of self-influenced boss is that you have to really be accountable. You have to have some kind of an inner drive uh, because, like you said, you have to do everything. There, you're, you're out hustling to get the next job and then you're also creating your own content, you're doing your own business development, taking care of your own finances, so there's lots of, lots of activities there. You have to be willing to be a little isolated because you're working alone, so you need to make sure that you're keeping your network strong. And I just think um, empathy, all of the things that make a good leader really, really help you when you're out in the freelance world as your own boss. So what do you think some of the pros and cons are of being your own boss?
0: Flexibility and time and space, taking vacations if you can afford them and when you can afford them, and it's fine. That's the big kicker, though,
1: isn't it, Emmy? It's yeah. the, if you can afford it.
0: If you can afford it. But it, it, it's a if that's what's important to you and that's where your value system is and what you want in life, and if it's more flexibility and you know living more paycheck to paycheck but being able to take the time, which I feel is very important for... Anyone, If they have the opportunity to go out on their own and realize how the world functions outside of a corporate structure when it's a nine to five and all of a sudden it's Wednesday at 10 a.m. and you're in a kickboxing class or at 2 p.m. and you decide you want to go meet up uh, for a matinee movie And, and you can. I mean, you're still responsible, right? That's for being a good leader and a good human, you know, if if it's in you to have that drive and take care of your business, then you can kind of go have those moments where you're like, okay, cool, I can actually take a brain break right now, and it, it's not guilt. You don't mm-hmm. have any guilt on what you're experiencing, and it honestly helps me be more productive once I take these mini breaks when I need them, and I think that's so important for building workplaces for the future and tons of articles tons of information and things about flexibility in the workspace and you know being able to work from home or if you want to go to a 10 a.m kickboxing class go to it and just come into the office when you can and work until six or the, the compromise right so I think being your own boss there's so much more compromise than having to answer to others
1: That is, it is true. I think organizations are maybe getting a little bit better at flexibility, but a lot of them are are trying and they found that it isn't working for them, or they, some people don't take advantage of the flexibility, so then they're bitter against their coworkers because their coworkers are taking advantage of it. So I think it does have a lot to do with leadership and who's in charge.
0: Yes. So from this article to the Fresh Books, shout out if you want to sponsor us, um, they found that 97% of self employed workers had no desire to return to traditional work. 97% of us who take that chance, who work really hard and hustle and make enough money or more money than we've ever made in our lives Mm -hmm. doing what we want to do, which is the, you know, shining moment of this whole journey, why would they don't want to go back into the to the workforce? So with more and more people going out and working for themselves in this economy, if they don't want to come back, then that will have an effect. On, it sure
1: will on leadership. It sure will. I mean, this is something to really ponder. And as a as an experienced uh, leadership and development uh, person, I really have to think about this. I feel like we need to talk about it. We need to plan for it. Um, I I do think that leaders in the organizations today can't stick their head in the sand and think, "Oh, it's not going to happen here," because it very well could.
0: I agree. So let's look at this article on LinkedIn. I just pulled it up, and I'm <laughs> I'm kind of curious about these comments that this article has been, been um, tracking. It looks like the conversation in the comments section is very relevant to what we just talked about. You'll always have a boss if you have a client that pays your bills. Mm-hmm. Um, people really opening up and being pretty vulnerable and honest about running their own company for what – this this person, thirteen years, and I love it. But uh, he says he equates to being an entrepreneur to free climbing a mountain rather than climbing in a climbing gym. And that's not <laughs> bad. Shout out to that guy. I like that. Climbing mountains instead literally of climbing a climbing gym, because you know I <laughs>
1: safety nets. I've never safety tried nets. that. I know you have. And what climbing? Climbing. Don't, oh yeah. man, <laughs> that could be another topic. <laughs> that, that needs its own. Topic. All right.
0: Good season. Well,
1: so I think I guess the whole point of the of today's episode is really to talk about the idea that um, a lot of millennials are going out into the working world and, and, and getting disillusioned perhaps with corporate life, going out to be freelancers. Mm-hmm. And those of us in leadership positions need to help them either by continuing to create leadership opportunities for freelance cohorts or somehow helping the workplace become a better place so that people aren't leaving in large numbers. So I think there's a lot for us to learn here, um, and I also feel like I have some responsibility in helping the the youth of the world that are going out to get away from bosses (laughs) adjust to that situation.
0: I don't know. I don't know about the future of bosses. It's kind of trippy when you think about it.
1: Well, I think... Change is change. It's coming. So we'll have to be ready. And if anybody is, we can help. We can. That's the great thing. We can help. There's always help. Don't be scared to ask for help if you need it. It's true. All
0: right. Well, I need help with my laundry. Okay, let's go take care of that now.
1: Okay. Okay. Thank you for listening. For more information, go see our website, edgehill.co. edgehill.co.